What's going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the basement. I'm Ron, and I honestly didn't even really plan on recording today. I had an 8 a.m. class. It's 9.30 a.m. right now. I usually don't record right now, but Pro Football Focus came out. They clutched up. They dropped the mock drafts, and I don't even really usually mess with PFF's mock drafts because they're usually centered around player grades and kind of just their rankings plastered onto teams. But I think this one, they did a really good job of kind of showing how the NFL is viewing these picks right now. So I really like to look at that because I think it's just good to keep up with the mock draft. It's good to keep up with it for fantasy. And I'm just interested in it overall. I imagine you guys are probably interested in it as well. So we're going to do a little reaction to this. Now, before I get into this video, make sure you go down below, subscribe, leave a like, comment. Now, without further ado, let's go. All right, so when we hop into this mock draft, PFF, they put it on the cover. We got Zach Wilson to the Texans. We'll get in that. We'll get into that. Honestly, right now, because we don't really have to go over the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence. We're just going to highlight the interesting stuff that I, I picked out from this mock draft. That I think is really interesting. And the first one, Houston Texans getting the the second overall pick from the Jets. As a Jets fan, I need this trade to happen. I, I want Deshaun Watson so bad. I know Zach Wilson looks good. I know Justin Fields looks good. I'm just done rolling the dice on these quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, he's a proven entity. We know that he is a top five franchise QB, and I'm willing to give up the house for him. We have four first round draft picks in the next two drafts. We could give up about half of our draft capital and still be chilling. I know Joe Douglas, he's a guy that likes to trade back. I think that we could replenish all of our draft picks if we need to. I would love if the Jets could get this done, and I love this for Houston. I think it makes sense for them to move on from Deshaun Watson, and if you get the second overall pick in return, you, you now can just get a new franchise QB on a rookie deal on a team that's rebuilding. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I'm not sure they go into, yeah, they don't go into the actual trade, but as far as PFF is concerned, the Jets traded their second overall pick, the 23rd overall pick, and some other assets for Deshaun Watson. I, it's also very interesting that uh, Deshaun Watson really likes Robert Sala. He was a guy that, he wanted the Texans to go out and try and find, try and hire Robert Sala. They didn't end up doing it, and that kind of led to their their weird ties and the animosity. We all know that Deshaun Watson, he's publicly requesting a trade, got all of the team stuff off of his IG. If he doesn't go to the Jets, I think that the Panthers are somebody who are a dark horse to get Deshaun Watson. And that's why, this is why I love this mock draft because he has the Panthers moving up to Miami's third overall spot to grab Justin Fields. And apparently they were offering the eighth overall pick and some other assets for Matthew Stafford just two days ago. The, the reports came out on that trade of what every other team was offering for those picks. And it seems like the Panthers are all in on grabbing a QB. They no longer want Teddy Bridgewater. And it seems like they're either... I could even... I think that they might even try and get Deshaun Watson. They, they could give the eighth overall pick next year's first. They could even put a wide receiver in there. They could get a lot of... They have a lot of young pieces on the defense, like a Brian Burns, like a Jeremy Chin. They have a lot of stuff that they can move for a Deshaun Watson type QB. And I think that's what they want to do. They have... They have the new coaching staff, and they don't want that bridge-type quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater. I think Bridgewater is really only there to let a young QB sit behind, or if Deshaun Watson comes in. I'm not sure if Teddy Bridgewater has any outs on his deal, but he's definitely not the guy that Matt Rule wants as his future quarterback. Now, as we go down, it's kind of interesting that the Falcons go Penny Sewell. I'd kind of expect them to go Trey Lance here. But I mean, Penny Sewell, he's hard, he's hard to pass up. Their O-line, their O-line is decent. They grabbed two alignment in the 2019 first round, so... I don't love the Penny Sewell pick, but you have to remember a lot of these teams. I also, I don't want to hear a lot of these. I, I saw the Twitter post for this PFF mock draft. A lot of the replies are, uh, explains to me why this team would take this position. You have to remember a lot of these teams, especially the ones at the top end of the draft that need a lot of positions. They're just drafting off of 
best player available. That's that's a winning strategy. Just go best player available and figure out the rest from there. If you have a surplus up at the position, you trade a guy that's about to get a huge contract. You trade him, free up the cap space, get more draft capital in. You just want to go best player on your board. And if Penny Sewell is the best player on the Falcons board, then that's that. Also, a, a pick that I really love, Jamar Chase to the Bengals. This is one I didn't, because everybody just mocks Penny Sewell to the Bengals. This is another angle I really like that PFF took. They get Jamar Chase. Now, I wouldn't expect them to get Jamar Chase. I think that they should go O-line. I've seen Rashawn Slater go as high as fifth overall. Maybe you should even trade back to get O-line. Something among those lines. I, I think that they could also use a linebacker. They could use edge. They just gave up Carlos Dunlap. They could use a lot of different pieces. But I think Jamar Chase doesn't make a ton of sense. But I love the fit because of the ties that he has with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow played with him in college. So now you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd all on the outside. And that's a dangerous offense with Joe Mixon. Yes, they're going to be lacking on the offensive line, but I think that maybe they attack it in the second round. They have some healthy pieces coming around. They have the kid from Alabama, uh, at the left tackle from Alabama coming back. It's tough to pass up on O-lineman at fifth, but I think if you do it with Jamar Chase, it's worth it. I think Jamar Chase can make a Stephon Diggs-type difference in an offense in the NFL. I think that he is that good of a player, that good of a prospect. And then one that is a bit confusing to me is the Eagles getting Kyle Pitts. But I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I think Kyle Pitts is a is a game breaker, game changer. He's somebody that uh, a lot of people want to fade tight ends that are rookies. And I, I get that. I'm just a little bit scared to do that with Kyle Pitts because I think Kyle Pitts is just a monster. He is a monster. 6'6", 247, super athletic, has all the production in the world. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they have Dallas Goddard. But apparently the, the offensive coordinator that the Eagles just brought in, Brian Johnson... Or no, he's Brian Johnson, the Florida offensive coordinator. He's going to be the quarterbacks coach with the Eagles. So not a huge connection, but you bring in Kyle Pitts. And at the end of the day, you could always use Kyle Pitts as a big slot. You can use him in, in 12 personnel. You can find ways to get Kyle Pitts involved when you're the Eagles. And your only legit wide receiver on the outside is Jalen Rager. I think fans would probably prefer Devonta Smith, but I don't hate the idea of, of using Kyle Pitts, lining him up out wide, putting him in 12 personnel, putting him as a big slot, and moving him. If they, if they want to be creative in the formation... Then I like the idea of Kyle Pitts. I think he's genuinely a guy that can open up the offense and really threat the defense. I think people would be would be apprehensive to want to take a tight end at six, but it's tough to call Kyle Pitts just a true tight. He's not T.J. Hawkinson. He's more he's more Darren Waller than he is T.J. Hawkinson, and he might even be he might even be I don't know. He might even surpass a guy like Darren Waller. He's that good of a prospect. And then another one, another pick that I love in this mock is Trey Lance to the Detroit Lions. I think it makes a whole ton of sense. You get Jared Goff. Trey Lance is still on the board. Why not take him? You get him at seven. You let him sit behind Jared Goff because apparently he's a developmental guy. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Trey Lance is a dude I really like. I really like him. 28 touchdowns, zero interceptions in his sophomore year. I know he's playing at North Dakota State, but he, it's just crazy because guys from those conferences like Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, they're usually these big, big arm guys, but they have a lot of question marks. They usually throw a lot of picks. They don't have... They don't have the most refined game, but it seems like Trey Lance almost has like a Kyler Murray type stat line where he has very little interceptions, bunch of rushing upside, smart with the football, makes big plays. He already seems like he's already safe with the football. So Trey Lance, I think, is a guy that is losing out on hype because he, he misses junior season. But I really like what Trey Lance can be in the NFL. And I don't even know if he needs a whole year to redshirt because I think he's getting the, the, oh, he needs to redshirt because he's from North Dakota State. He's He didn't throw an interception. He rushed, uh, he rushed the ball a ton. Uh, and that's what you want from a quarterback. You want, like, especially a young quarterback, a mobile guy that can kind of get out of trouble. I think he could start as soon as week one. It's just tough because they have Jared Goff there. But I love the idea of Detroit taking QB at seven. Then you have the Dolphins taking Mika Parsons. A lot of people don't love this pick. 
because they're not sure they, they want like a wide receiver here or something like that but i think you take mika parsons he's a guy that could honestly go top five he's a he's a a game-changing linebacker he could play he can play like off the ball he can play on the ball he just seems like a really good fit and uh brian flores he's a defensive guy so i could easily see that pick being made broncos go caleb farley nothing really too interesting they get they get their cornerback they have bryce callahan aj bouye nothing too crazy at corner so you go caleb farley i mean i could see certain going there but I, I don't mind the broncos going quarterback then you have the cowboys going o-line which i i don't hate i i think people would be a bit apprehensive with it because they already have like the best offensive line in the league the problem is that they were just decimated by injuries you might as well add another tackle rashawn slater's a guy i've seen go as high as fifth overall in mock draft so you get rashawn slater you put him in there and you want to protect Dak Prescott. He just had a big injury. You don't want him going down again. Who knows if he? Who knows if Dak Prescott gets re-signed? You know, but in in a world where he does get re-signed, you grab an offensive tackle. I don't hate the pick. Then I think Devonta Smith to the Giants is super interesting. I really want the Giants to get a like a elite elite wide receiver in this draft. Whether that's Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith. I guess like a Jalen Waddle too. But I, I would love to see uh, what that team looks like because I really don't think that Daniel Jones is all that awful I just would like to see what that offense looks like where he's not where his number one receiver isn't Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram you know get him get him one more receiver I, I would have loved to see what this offense would look like if Odell Beckham stayed I still I still am saying that I wish Odell Beckham stayed I really think it was bad for his career to to get traded away it's not like it was his choice but I think that he did uh, put a little pressure on the team to trade him 49ers get Patrick Sertain Got a lot of free agents right now with Richard Sherman, Jason Vrick, Juan Williams. I'm telling you guys, Richard Sherman, he's going to the Jets. Put that, I put that on moms. He's going to the Jets 100%. Robert Sala, him, they got connections. I think it makes a lot of sense. Chargers getting a tackle. Put that, put that set in stone. I like the idea of Vikings going edge. I think I would, I would prefer them to go offensive tackle or something along those lines. But I mean, if 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 Slater, Darisaw, and Sewell are gone, I don't mind Quiddy Pie or Quiddy Pay, however you want to say it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of, um, a lot to say. Like he's a big 10 pass rusher. They only played like six games this year. There's really not a lot to say, but people say that he's nice. Bruce Feldman's freak list. Thanks in part to a sub six, four, three cone at two seventy pounds. So maybe he's a beast. Then another pick that I think is really interesting is Jalen Waddle to the Patriots. I think it'd be very interesting to see what a wide receiver like Jalen Waddle could do on the Patriots. And I know that they already whipped him to kill Harry. It's just like there's only so many times you can whiff, you know. I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say that Jalen Waddle he goes to the Patriots he's gonna be a bust. I, I think that that's a really good fit. I think Bill Belichick could scheme that a little bit, end the rounds. He could get really creative with a guy like Jalen Waddle. Get Jacoby Myers in there. You got um, Nikhil Harry on the outside. It's an interesting wide receiver core. I think Mac Jones is on their radar here, but I'm not really a big fan of taking a Mac Jones or these late first round quarterbacks. It has to be, if I'm thinking a late first round quarterback, it has to be a game breaking guy like a Lamar Jackson where he can make plays where there's just question marks about his, his throwing or anything like that. I don't want a guy that like Mac Jones to me just seems like a low ceiling type guy. I'm not sure that I'd want to build around him. I'd rather just punt it and if I'm the Patriots, I'm probably I'm probably making calls for Jameis Winston. I'm probably making calls for Marcus Mariota. I'm probably doing something along those lines, grabbing a Jalen Waddle and seeing seeing what we can we can make. Then we have the Carlos going D line, not really too interesting. Raiders going edge, Gregory Rousseau. The crazy part is I've seen Gregory Rousseau go as high as like eighth overall, and I've seen him go as low as like twentieth. So 
I'm not sure. It's going to be interesting to see after his pro day where he's at. I think that he sat out this year. He had he had some really good uh, – I think that he had a really high sack count his second year as a sophomore. 6'7", 265. Just seems like a prototypical edge rusher. Then the Dolphins going Rashad Bateman at 18. I would love that pick. I, I would love that pick for them. Rashad Bateman. I think, uh, dude, Rashad Bateman, for, for me, I'm going to be coming out with my rookie rankings very soon. I think for me, it's going to go Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, then Rashad Bateman for me. Rashad Bateman, he's he's the real deal. I know that Jalen Waddle is going to get drafted over him. I know a lot of people are going to have Jalen Waddle over Devonta, or over Rashad Bateman, but Rashad Bateman, he's the real deal. He he was crazy on Minnesota, and I think he is a, a legit proper alpha. I think that he is he's like Jamar Chase light to me, the way that his game is. I, I really like his game. I think that he's a stud. You get him on the Dolphins. It's a little bit weird. Like you have Devontae Parker, Rashad Bateman. I, I kind of would like Devonta Smith a little bit better for the Dolphins, especially with his connection with Tua. But if you go if you go Mika Parsons at eight, I can't I, I don't hate the pick too much. Football team goes Mac Jones. I can see that happening. Again, like I said, I'm on the side that I'd rather take a I'd rather take a chance on a guy like Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota than go with Mac Jones. But maybe I eat maybe I eat my words on that. I could also see a world where Mac Jones goes top ten if he really uh, excites people at his pro day. Then the Bears going tackle with Sam Cosme. That'd be tough. I'm telling you guys, uh, Allen Robinson is going to be gone. They're going to have to, like, the Bears should be on what the Panthers are doing. If I'm the Bears, I'm going all in on Deshaun Watson or one of these top four quarterbacks. I, I can't I can't sit here, let Allen Robinson walk, and then put a tackle next to Mitch Trubisky. Because then what are we doing? Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, Mitch Trubisky, David Montgomery... That's the offense. Like, there's just it's that's just another seven and nine, nine and seven year. Uh, if the Bears are just in a really rough spot, man, they're in they're in like QB purgatory, which is kind of what I'm scared with the Jets. If we do roll with Sam Darnold, I think that's our future. I think that we just hover around seven and nine to nine and seven for eternity until until we move on from Sam and have a bad enough year to get to pick this highly. That's why I really want a quarterback at two or Deshaun Watson. For all of you Jets fans out there that are kind of curious as to why I don't want Sam to stay. Then we have Kadarius Tony to the Colts. I'm not a huge Kadarius Tony guy, but I mean, if Chris Ballard is in on him, who knows? I think it's kind of I think that's an interesting wide receiver core. You'd have Kadarius Tony, Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman, and T.Y. Hilton. Just a matter of them finding a QB. I wish that they got Stafford. I, this was a team that I really wanted to get Stafford. I really don't know what the Colts do at quarterback this year. I think that's a really rough spot for them. I think that they could take a look at a guy like Cam Newton. I mean, I don't think they want to start Jacoby Brissett. I, it's tough for the Colts, but I, I like the idea of getting a guy like Kadarius Tony. He can, he's a playmaker, whatever. The Titans are—they're going to get mocked uh, an edge in every in every mock draft because I think they were like bottom five in sacks this year. The Texans going Tyson Campbell out of Georgia, cornerback. Not somebody I'm really high on. I think that's kind of a wasted 23rd overall pick. But I mean, I could see the Texans doing something like that. Then the Steelers get an O line. Their O line's getting getting old. I think that I think that, that honestly makes sense. I like I love to see Najee Harris there for fantasy football purposes. Get Tevin Jenkins. They need they need run blocking pretty bad. Their O line's getting old. Uh, I don't mind getting younger there. And then the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars got a steal with Jason. Dude, JC Horn next to CJ Henderson would be sick for the Jaguars. That would be crazy. You get both of them uh, across the formation on the perimeters. You have Miles Jack at middle linebacker, Clavon Chiasen, and then Josh Allen at uh, edge. That's this is a legit team the Jaguars are building here. You got Trevor Lawrence, 
James Robinson, then you got fucking DJ Chark and Liska Chanel on the outside. It's a legit team they're building over there. Then Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo to the Browns. I love this pick for them. The Browns struggle at middle linebacker position. You can say what you want. They got decent production from Mac Wilson, the guy out of BYU, Jacob Phillips. Decent production, but not great production. They're a liability against tight ends. And uh, um, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Owusu Kuromo, he's a, he's a really good coverage linebacker. He's, he's athletic, 82.8 coverage grade for PFF. That's what they need. They're, they were like bottom five in fantasy points allowed to tight ends to just... Uh, who cares about fantasy in terms of real football, but receptions, yards, touchdowns, those aren't things you want to be giving up in the middle of the field to tight ends. And their linebackers were liabilities. If you guys saw the Browns versus Chiefs games, Travis Kelsey absolutely ate those boys up. Then you have the Ravens going guard slash tackle Elijah Vera Tucker, which I think is a really good value at 27. And he, uh, he kind of fills in for what Marshall Yonda left a hole in, but if the Ravens don't go wide receiver here, I feel so bad for Lamar Jackson. It's crazy because I really do think that they are just a legit alpha wide receiver away from being championship contenders. Their GM is just, they're just refusing to, to commit to the idea of bringing in an alpha wide receiver for Lamar Jackson. It really seems like they're going to go O-line or defense here. Who knows? I'd love to see them bring in a guy like Galladay or Allen Robinson. Then you know the Saints getting in Rondale Moore. I would love to see... I would love to see what Sean Payton could do in an offense with Michael Thomas, Rondell Moore, Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, and even Adam Troutman at tight end. I, I would love that. Rondell Moore is one of, he's probably a top five wide receiver for me. He's insane. His, his freshman year was insane. And it seems like Emmanuel Sanders could be gone. Drew Brees is going to be gone. So I, I really like that for for the Saints there. Then the Green Bay Packers, they just got a linebacker, Nick Bolton. Bills go edge. Buccaneers with another tackle, dude. Alex Leatherwood, Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs was a right tackle. Alex Leatherwood at left tackle. They maybe maybe they'll swap, but probably not. Tristan Wirfs has been a historic right tackle this year as a rookie. Alex Leatherwood seems like a, a a dope tackle too. If you guys saw his Senior Bowl measurements, I think he has like one of the craziest wingspans they've ever recorded. And then Kansas City Chiefs just go with a safety. I think that it's about time that they probably replace Daniel Sorensen. And I know that he's made some plays here and there. He had that touchback in the Browns game. But he's not a guy you want to rely on as a safety on the back end of the defense. PFF has a 48.0 PFF grade for him, which is which is rough. All right, man, if you made it this far, I appreciate it. Make sure you go down below. Leave a like, comment, subscribe. As I said, it really helps out the channel if you guys subscribe. I'll also say that join the Discord, man. That is pretty much the premium. Only Almost the, the only fans for the boys is the Discord. Make sure you join that because that's going to be going to Patreon very soon. I have my rookie rankings, my dynasty rankings, any uh, any questions you guys have about what your team's going to do in the draft, any questions for fantasy football, dynasty fantasy football. We're probably going to do a March Madness bracket in there. We're going to have subscriber leagues in there, subscriber fantasy leagues. It's going to be a good old time in the Discord, so make sure you join that. Make sure you subscribe. And as always, you can find me at Ron Stewart underscore on Twitter. I'll see you guys in the next one.